In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. They confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth, desiring a better country. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The letter to the Hebrews says the ancient patriarchs were foreigners and sojourners on earth, faithfully seeking a better country, a heavenly one. They fastened their eyes on the promises of God, on things not yet seen, and lived as strangers in the world. St. Paul, in his letter to the Galatians, uses stronger language to describe how Christians relate to the world. He says, But far be it from me to glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world was crucified to me and I to the world. We as Christians are to die to the world, crucifying our unholy desires and passions. Yes, we are strangers, but we are strangers because we have died to worldly ways. The Christian life begins with death, when our old self is crucified in the waters of baptism. In the New Testament, baptism is seen as a death. It wasn't uncommon in the ancient church that baptismal pools were built in the shape of a tomb. Those who entered the waters of baptism died to the world and then arose from the waters a new person in Christ. St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, reminds his readers about who they have become in Christ. He says, Do you not remember that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life, our old self was crucified with him. St. Paul isn't just using powerful metaphorical language. He is speaking of a real death and a real new life. The Christian has become, by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, a new person in fact. Too often we think of Christianity as a lifestyle choice. Our faith stands alongside all of, all of life's other commitments. It vies for time with our careers, our recreation, our social lives, and our children's sports. It's one lifestyle choice, one commitment among many. The English bishop Graham Tomlin says that to become a follower of Christ 
is not just a lifestyle choice, adding an extra activity to a busy schedule, such as enrolling in a yoga class or becoming vegan. It is becoming an entirely new person, the old self buried with Christ in the tomb and the new self being resurrected along with him. Christianity is not just one lifestyle choice among many. It's so much more. It is new life. If our faith is consistently pushed to the side by other commitments, we can be sure that our faith won't grow, it won't last, and it won't save. We have become the seed scattered among thorns. We have become the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world strangle it and proves unfruitful. Instead of being strangers in the world, we have become the world. St. Chrysostom says that the heavenly banquet is set before us, and we are not willing to be separated from things on earth, but like worms we turn about from the earth to the earth. We are not willing to look up even for a little while, or to withdraw ourselves from human affairs. It's as if we are drowned in sleep. Are we like worms that turn to the earth again and again, who turn from one worldly concern to the next without blinking an eye, who never look up to see the heavenly banquet that is set before us? Do we feed the new self that we've been given, or are we lost in a complex web of worldly cares. Let us learn from the patriarchs who fastened their eyes on the promises of God and whose hearts were filled with the heavenly treasure. Let us follow in the footsteps of Abraham who left his country and all he knew in the pursuit of God. St. Paul says that if you have been raised with Christ... Seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. In our gospel passage, Jesus tells his followers how they are to live in the world. They are to be watchful servants, eager for their Lord's return, eager for the fulfillment of God's promises. They are to gird their loins and keep their lamps burning, waiting for the knock. Christians, he says, are a people who always have one eye on the horizon. St. Basil the Great asks, What is the mark of a true Christian? It is to watch daily and hourly, and to stand prepared in a state of total responsiveness to God, in a state of total responsiveness to God. The new self longs to be united to Christ, desiring a better country, and yearns after his appearing. As one writer puts it, our task is to live in joyful relief 
of knowing that the spring is coming, that one day the darkness will be conquered and evil will be banished for good. Living in joyful relief doesn't mean idly waiting for God to act and spring to come. If we fix one eye on the horizon, let us keep the other eye on how God is working here and now, how he is working in our own lives. Let us joyfully give thanks for the prayers he has answered and the ones he even now is answering. Let us appreciate the moments when he breaks us out of our self-obsession, when he illuminates our minds with a glimpse of heaven and draws close to us in prayer. Let us praise him for the relationships he has healed, and the way he guides us forward even when we feel that we're moving backwards, how he inspires us to serve others, and how he is, whether we see it or not, forming us into the image of his son, forming us for a better country. Praise the Lord. He is here and he is coming. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.